Uh, welcome everyone to another episode of CISO Talks. Uh, today we're joined uh, by Nick Lumsden. Uh, Nick is the CTO and co-founder of uh, Tenacity Cloud, and he has more than 20 years experience in security and compliance. So uh, yeah, we're very excited to have you here today, Nick. Uh, why don't you start with uh, just telling us a little bit about yourself uh, and about Tenacity Cloud? Yeah, absolutely. Thank you so much, Danny, for having me on the show. Really appreciate it. Um, so, uh, uh, you know, Tenacity Cloud um, is really born out of, of my experiences, myself, my business partner, Jason, uh, our experiences in, in managing security and compliance in uh, infrastructure stacks through the past 20 years. The same problems have persisted over and over. And uh, uh, public cloud really afforded us the opportunity to solve some of them. Uh, as as hardware became software, you know, suddenly security problems turn into big data problems. And uh, you know, we've we've approached the um, foundational security problem from that perspective of turning into big data, gather insight, you know, analyze the data, gather insight, and help users actually prioritize the things that need to get done that that um, are the massive risks that lead to exposure at some point. So. Um, uh, myself, you know, I think you did a good introduction. Uh, I'm just happy to be here. <laughs> great, great. Yeah, well, again, Nick, it's great to have you here. Um, so, you, I mean, yeah, I mean, let's start right at the beginning. Let's start with uh, foundational security. I, I think where we really need to start is understanding why it's so hard to get it right. Um, and the operational realities of cybersecurity, really. So, you know, we talk about organizations that have spent a lot of time uh, building and running highly secure infrastructures. Well, why do you, why do you think it's 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 so hard to get it right? And why do we see kind of breaches and attacks all over the news? You know, even today. Yeah, I, I think you know this. This is one of those persistent problems that it, it feels like you know we should have solved this by now. And um, th there's a number of factors that contribute. And I think you know I, I think your audience will identify with some, if not all, of these. And start with the most obvious. It's in the news all the time. Is just. The, the staffing shortages and the amount of overwork on, you know, IT and cybersecurity staff. That's that's number one. Um, you know, there are right around uh, last time I looked right around a half million open jobs in cybersecurity that just hard to fill. It's just the shift of, of people in the great migration that um, is, is leaving a gap. And, you know, as we've all experienced when when folks are, um, you know, have more on their plate than they can consume than there are important things that slip through the cracks. It's, it's unfortunate, but you know, that is part of the reality. I think, you know, there, there's other realities here. Uh, you know, our, our rate of change in technology has gone from, you know, 20 years ago, it was quarterly, maybe monthly was, was aggressive. And now we're making dozens, if not hundreds of changes a day and every change introduces risk. It's not to say you shouldn't make changes. Absolutely. You should make changes because it's, it's important, uh, both from a business strategic perspective, but also from just the perspective of changes, also how you remediate issues, but you know, that rate of change can lead to all sorts of visibility issues where, um, you just don't have insight into necessarily all the nuance of, of the impact a change has in an infrastructure. And this leads to things like sprawl where orphaned and abandoned resources crop up. You don't necessarily know about them 
and they create attack surface. Um, and that, atta- you know, that's unfortunately that's unmanaged attack surface, right? That's not even well-protected attack surface that can be, uh, uh, you know, that can be storage resources or, or even instance resources that are just hanging out, uh, sometimes for months and years, uh, before someone finds them in, and remediates that. Um, you know, I, I think there's a number of other factors we could touch on from, you know, kind of business priorities, investment in, in cybersecurity, you know, things like alert fatigue and in, in our own human behaviors that are sort of modified through, uh, through, you know, seeing that noise in the system, getting overwhelmed with the number of tools we're using, but, you know, happy to happy to touch on any of those that, that we want to dig deeper. Yeah, I think I think from our perspective, it's really about uh, understanding uh, risk and where to and, and how to prioritize those risks. And obviously, you mentioned their alert fatigue, and we've got all of these different solutions, a lot of the time working in silo and pumping out all of these alerts and uh, notifications and, and trying to make us aware. And then we, we just get to the point where it's very hard to see um, it's very hard to kind of identify uh, the alerts or notifications that are actually giving us any kind of meaningful information about any any identifiable risk. You know, what what are your kind of thoughts on that? Yeah, well, it, it's you know one of the ways to reduce. Uh, it, it, there's there's basically two ways to reduce noise, right? You can either uh, shut off some of the alerting, which is not necessarily the best way uh, to reduce. Uh, the noise because you're you're potentially increasing risk. The other is to you know remediate and try to get um, configuration right or minimize your attack surface. Right, if you can minimize what you have to watch, you will necessarily reduce the amount of noise in the system. And so that I mean that at the end of the day, for me is why foundational security I've seen throughout my career, getting configuration right, getting your infrastructure right, really making sure that you're taking tens of thousands of gaps and narrowing it down to the dozens or hundreds that you need for your app to run is, is absolutely fundamental in reducing about two thirds of the risk in managing a, you know, a good cybersecurity program. It's not just the risk from the misconfiguration, it's the risk from all the noise. It's the risk from kind of the behavioral challenges that crop up when you have so much noise. And then when you talk about um, reducing uh, the attack surface, and I think you kind of touched on there about reducing privileges as well. So making sure that we're operating in every area that we can with this least privileged model. Um, mm-hmm. What, what, what how, how would you uh, make a recommendation with regards to how to even approach uh, reducing your attack surface? What Have you got any kind of specific areas that you would look at first uh, within an within a organization's infrastructure? I mean, the very, the very first thing to do, you know, what I, what I have seen throughout my career going into doing assessments and, and of course now having built, you know, a, a platform that, that helps uh, in this arena is that the very first thing to do is look for where the abandoned and orphaned resources, because some not insignificant percentage of the environment is just legacy infrastructure that's sitting out there. Um, and it, it, it can be surprising, startling to organizations when they find it. In fact, the knee-jerk reaction, as with most really big issues, is no, that's not, that's, that's absolutely not. We don't have that. And I can tell you going in and doing assessments, uh, running analytics against environments, we have found instances where customers are running in the tens of thousands, approaching hundreds of thousands of dollars in spending that is just orphaned or abandoned. 
It's QA resources that were spun up and never spun back down. It is uh, uh, production resources that somebody didn't want to delete because just in case we might need them. And then they they were never cleaned up afterward. And that all of those resources generate noise. They they're, they're useless in the environment, but they're generating noise and they're hiding the real problems. So that's the first thing to get right. 